His name is Ish Berry, and this is Berry Media Unrestricted. He explores the city of Houston, looking for people who are not afraid to get unrestricted. Interesting men and women who have an extraordinary journey, doing the kind of things that make great stories to tell for the rest of us. Now get ready for Unrestricted. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Barry Media Unrestricted, the Unrestricted Podcast. Um, this week, wherever you're listening to this episode, whether you're listening live right now on MissBlueRadio.com or you're listening it on some podcast streaming service or YouTube or what have you, we do not have a guest this week. Um, just because we're changing things up. I know normally for the past, what? When was the last time we didn't have a guest? Like, what, week four, five, something like that? It was that? somewhere around that Yeah. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Back in September, but ever, yeah. ever since then, we've been consistently having guest after guest after guest. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they, you know, if any of the previous guests are listening, thank you guys so much for coming in and uh, donating an hour plus of your time. Really appreciate it. But today I wanted to not really go on a rant, but just talk about some uh, a topic I thought that'd be interesting uh, interesting and uh, something I'll uh, I'm ready to openly talk about since uh, this topic gets talked about a lot <laughs> everywhere. Whether if I'm at work talking with friends, uh, I see things on social media and TV in regards to this. Want to talk about horrible exes, bad fucked up relationships that I've been in personally. I'm about to air my own dirty laundry Uh-oh. out, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, actually, we pop open a monster for this. <laughs> pop a second monster. Man. And uh, also tonight, this uh, episode is sponsored by Bossy Diva Hair. Ladies, you want to look fly for the holidays? New Year's coming up right around the corner. Hit up Bossy Diva Hair. Google it. Um, Bossy Diva Hair is a business based out of Katy, Texas, suburb of Houston, Texas. She got bundles, wigs, lashes, lotions, you name it, fast, free delivery. If you live in the city of Houston, she'll even pull up and deliver the shit for free. You can't beat that. Hell, if I was a woman, I'd get my hair from Bossy Diva Hair. Real talk. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so make sure to go to, um, what's the website? Bossy Diva. BossyDivaHair.com. Yep, you was, on, you was on a roll there. You got, you know, Just, the site and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shit, I need some hair. Goddamn it, right? shit. Right. <laughs> Um, and co-host tonight by the wonderful um, Miss Blue, as always. Um, thank you for paying all the bills here and whatnot. Appreciate you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but let's dive right in. So I've been saying on social media, pumping up this episode today, um, I was going to talk about three exes if time allows or whatever. Right now we're, we're on pace. It's mm-hmm. only six minutes after the hour. So first chick I want to talk about. I'm going to have to use names and aliases and shit because knowing my luck, they'll end up hearing this through somebody and I don't need motherfuckers coming at me with lawsuits and shit. (laughs) So everybody gets an alias. I've already thought of aliases for everybody. So this chick I used to date that went to uh, Prairie View A&M University, which is an HBCU. And for those who don't know what an HBCU is, it it stands for Historically Black College University, um, which is predominantly black a uh, higher level of education, black college university. So there's really two main HBCUs in Texas. There's Texas Southern University, boo, which is based out of Houston. I don't too much. <laughs> you gonna have to with stop them. messing with uh, CSU. Yeah, right I, I, I really do need to stop because I, I know a lot of people that went yeah, to CSU, cool, and they, even 
the woman that we had sitting in this very studio, my very first episode, the the wonderful Dicey Grinner, is TSU, proud TSU alumni. She gave TSU a lot of kudos and stuff when I interviewed her, but <laughs> I still, in her face, and she's my damn attorney, by the way, talk shit about her alma mater. I need to stop yeah. that. But, I mean, my favorite HBCU is Prairie View. It has been for a while, always will be. Every time I go up to Prairie View, they show love and respect. I had a chance several years ago to work with the Zetas on a photography project, so much love to uh, PVAMU. But anyway, a day at this chick, you know... Let's just call her Spencer. Oh my goodness! Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> let's, just, let's call her Spencer wow. for, for the sake of this of this story here. And um, this was back in hell. I had my first apartment right when I graduated high school in two thousand two. So this had to be between two thousand two to two thousand four. So anyway, I dated this chick that was going to school up there. She lived on campus at Prairie A and M University. And, you know, she was good looking and everything, tall, thick, you know, without shoes on, she was easily 5'9". I'm 5'9 with no shoes Stallion. Yeah, basically, okay. yeah. Yeah, you know, thick thighs and everything, thick waist, beautiful skin complexion, you know, you know nice full lips and everything. Um, kind of <laughs> like a little mini Queen Latifah in a sense, okay. you know. And her, my biggest problem with her, she ate through money. Like, I mean, like a dog would eat through a, a bowl of pedigree or something. I can't describe it. Like, it was like every, and at the time, in 2002, graduated high school, I started working at this hotel in downtown Houston. The Magnolia Hotel was like pretty much my first real job. I started off as a bellman. Mm-hmm. So I'm making, you know, I'm getting paid, you know, from the Magnolia, and I'm also getting tips every night. You know, I'm getting, I was coming home on a slow night. $80 a night, you know? But it was like every time I looked up, she needed something. And she would ask, and I was young. I was like 18, 19, you know, somewhere around there. <laughs> and, I mean, she needed books. She needed gas. She needed repairs on her goddamn car. I remember she drove like an old Honda Accord from like the early 90s or something, you know? Um, and... I she just ate. She had no concept of money whatsoever, and then had the nerve enough. To like, I I don't know what it is about women sometimes, but y'all can smell money on a guy if you're not <laughs> on the same room. So like, there would be nice. I would work at the hotel, and you know I would come home with like over a hundred dollars in tips. You know, some nights even two hundred if there was a party or if there was something big going on yeah. downtown. So, you know, I learned after a while, like, you know what? I ain't going to tell this motherfucker nothing, you know, as far as my tips and shit. So, you know, she'll call me and night, how you doing? And she just know, like, oh, you know, semester's coming up, and I'm going to need books. And I'm like, shit ain't my problem. Shit, oh. I ain't going to school. Shit. She had a sad story every time. Yeah, I mean, and and hardly ever gave back. Like, I remember her only buying me something. She bought me something two times, because at the time I was a big, huge Queen Latifah fan. Remember that movie, um... Damn, a Queen Latifah movie with Steve Martin, uh, Bringing Down the House. Mm-hmm. When that first came out on DVD, it was like the first day it came on DVD. She went, and this was when DVDs were still new, mind you. This is like 2002. Remember when DVDs used to be real right. high, like almost $30 and mm-hmm. shit? She went, got the DVD, surprised me with it. And then one year for Christmas, um, she got me a whole outfit from um, Gap. 
Okay. Yeah, and you know that was nice. That was cute or whatever. But it's like, motherfucker, the money I'm putting into you, <laughs> I ain't getting shit out. I remember like, I remember at times like, you know, she would, and then then she got nervous. If I ain't gonna lie to, I, I'm the kind of person I tell her myself. I got so fed up with her shit. And uh, by the way, I want to include too that she lived on campus at Prairie View, and so I got fed up with her shit. So I started cheating. Like shit, fuck it. Wait a minute now. Oh, yeah. You know I ain't going to be like, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I cheated on her with, like, two women. And she ended up what? down the line finding out about both of them. So, like, one, one, and this is what she would do, too. She would pop up at my house. Yeah. So I would think that some on some days, you know, Monday through Friday, you know, because Prairie View from Houston, the city of Prairie View from Houston is, like, with no traffic is, like, a easily 45-minute drive with traffic. Yeah. God knows how right. much. Yeah. So during, I put it to you like this. I remember one time she didn't, and she also had a key to my apartment. So I came home one night from work. She was already there. You know, like at the house, watching TV or whatever. That's not cool. And I'm just like, what the fuck? You couldn't call me. When I was at work, you could. I had a page at the time to show you. Again, this is like 2002, 2003. So, you know, your boy had a page. It's like, damn, you couldn't page me, say you was coming in the city or something. You was going to spend the night. You know, what, what, what the fuck? You know, I just wanted to surprise you or whatever. And so this was like on a Friday. And then that Saturday, this girl that I met, she was a cashier at Burger King downtown. I never forget that chick name. That chick name, she went by Peaches. Peaches called, I was in the shower. Peaches called the house asking for me. Spencer picked up the phone and was like, oh, who's this? And I guess the girl Peaches was like, oh, I'm talking to this dude or whatever. She's like, oh, he already has a girlfriend. Don't call her anymore. Bye. And I heard that in the shower. And I'm like, fuck. And she was cool about it. Like, that's great. Yeah, Spencer was fucking cool about it. And... <laughs> Well, no, no, no. She, she, she was, but she wasn't. So her ass, I really think at that time she didn't care. And what happened was she just, you know, like in order to make it up, I had to buy her a whole bunch of shit or something. I had okay, to buy her like an outfit or something. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So we went shopping or whatever. But then the second time I had got myself uh, a new laptop or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So... I ended up putting all of my contacts in this laptop because it had, like, an address book in it, right? So Spencer pretty much knew all of my friends, right? You know, hanging out and stuff together. So there was one name that she didn't particularly know. And the way that that address book was, you can hide certain names on. Like, it was weird. And this goes, this is, you know, this is, again, I'm going off of memory, and this is, like, from years ago. So she called me one day while I was at work, and she was at my house chilling, and she asked me for the code on my computer. And I think, like, at work we were busy, so it didn't click on me. She's like, hey, what's the passcode to your computer? And I didn't think to ask why. And I was just like, oh, okay, password is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she aired it, and then it unlocked everything having to do with the computer uh-huh. including the hidden uh, number that I had in there. And she found out, she called the chick. The chick told her, like, oh, yeah, I go to his house, you know, every other weekend. Ooh. I make up his bed and we go out and eat, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so you was really... <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Why, though? Yeah. Is it because you didn't see a, a future with her or she just wasn't your type? I mean, I what saw, was it? I saw a future with her, but goddamn, motherfucker was expensive. Shit. Mm. Goddamn, like... I mean, I can't have none of my fucking money. My I can't rep the, the the fruits of my labor. Shit. And what did she? I mean, at that point, was she fed up and like, you know what? It's over. That's what she did. But wait, there's more. Oh, so no, she told me uh, that she talked with. I think that chick name was Dorcas or something, right? Mm-hmm. And ironically enough, Dorcas, if I remember correctly, also went to Prairie View. Something about me and Prairie View women back in the day. But they didn't know each other. You know, Prairie View's a big school. Right. They didn't know, yeah. they didn't know each other. Absolutely. Right. But, and then I write a side note, too. Not only Dorcas, but Dorcas has a big, huge family. She got, like, five sisters and two brothers or something like that. All of them, and even their parents, went to Prairie View. Like, they oh, got hard hell PV, no. AMU, uh, uh, alumni. No way. Big-time PV family. <laughs> swear to God. That's crazy. So, so anyway. What were you thinking? I came home uh-huh. that night from work, and she's like, oh, Who's Dorcas? I'm like, oh, fuck. So I, I was like, fuck, I'm busted at this point. You know, I went ahead and told her the truth or whatever. And she's like, all right, cool. Acting like nothing bothered her. Man, it. went to sleep that night, right? At that time, I was a light sleeper. Mm. She, I heard her get out of bed, go in the kitchen. I heard some rattling in the kitchen. I'm like, okay. She's going to, you know, fix her a little something, looking for a glass or something or whatever. Go fix a quick sandwich. Then think nothing of it. I'm still laying down sleep. So she comes back in the room, and I used to sleep on my back. That's just the way I was back there. I used to sleep on my back a lot. So she gets on top of me. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, it's Mr. Nasty time. You know? <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah, like- you know? But then... I feel something to my neck, and I, I really wake up. This motherfucker went in the kitchen, got one of my butcher knives, oh, have it right at my jugular vein. That and she's, and she's on top of me. And remember how I described her? She's a stallion. So yeah. And even though I'm a big dude, and I was well, a lot stronger back than I am now because I used to actually work out with weights and shit, but I'm still kind of half my mind is still asleep, so I'm not at my full strength to move her the fuck off me, and then I thought about it, too. I was like, okay, she literally, like, I felt the tip of the knife at my neck. Oh, and my goodness. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> like, I just stood still. I'm just laying still, and I'm looking at her, and she got, like, this almost, like, demonic look in her eyes. Mm. She's like, if you ever fucking cheat on me again, I swear to God, I'll kill you. You got that? And I'm like, damn. Yeah, I got it. And she was like, you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. And she was like, all right. And then she gets off me, goes on her side of bed, puts the butcher knife under the pillow, and falls asleep. So what the hell? What were you thinking after that? I'm like, what the? Excuse my French, everybody. Like, this bitch is crazy. (laughs) So it's crazy. You know, it's crazy because it's like you were the person that cheated on her. But now you become almost like the victim because she has a knife, a butcher knife to your neck. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> wow. So after yeah. that, were you like, you know what, it's over or what kind of? Basically. So oh, not, not at that actual time. I, mm-hmm. I waited like a week or two. Remember, she had a kid in my house. So I had to do things oh, strategically. Right, 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 right. So I went to my apartment complex 
and told them, you know, hey, I need the locks changed. You know, and hey, if y'all see this girl, and like my apartment complex knew her and shit. And I was like, hey, you know, we're no longer together. Bitch is crazy. Don't let her in. Da, da, da. So I'm at work one Saturday and she calls me and she's like, hey, I'm on my way to Houston. You know, you want me to stop, get you something to eat? And I was like, no. I said, look, I got to tell you something. I did the whole, it's not you, it's me thing. You know, I was like, I'm breaking up. And she's like, Oh, no, you're not breaking up with me. Fuck that. I didn't realize how close she was, right? She was already, like, literally down the street from my apartment, right? So she got to my apartment right before maintenance changed the key. Like, they missed each other literally by five minutes. She came in my apartment. Um, Excuse me. Came in my apartment. Stole my, 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 you know, I've always been a big tech guy, right? right? So that laptop I had was like a top of the line laptop, just like my laptop over there now. And so, you know, it was like my baby, you know, right. stole my laptop, drove her ass back up to PV. And I'm just like, so. That's, I, and that's th- not that, cool. And that particular day, I didn't drive the work. So I told my manager and me and my manager I had at the Magnolia, we was real tight, real cool and shit. And I was like, dude, my girlfriend's gone crazy. I think she's going to break in my apartment. Take something. Can you drive me back to my place? And he was like, yeah, sure. Get in his car. And like, we literally missed her. It's like, right when we got there, the, the maintenance dude pulled up, ready to change the key. And I'm just thinking to myself, fuck, bitch, it's too late now, you know? I know, right? <laughs> but you could have po- called the police on her for, for death. I could have. And I look, I was young and stupid at the time. <laughs> and I just wanted to get even. So I went, like, I had this real good female friend at the time named Aaliyah. And Aaliyah, we, Aaliyah went to Prairie View, too, as a matter of fact. God damn, all these Prairie View chicks now that um, I'm remembering shit. So me and Aaliyah, we drove up to Prairie View looking for her, and I played like I was going to bring her, like, a big bouquet of shit to mm-hmm. say I'm sorry. And, you know, can I have my laptop back, da 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 da, da. And I was going to get Aaliyah. I was going to have Aaliyah wait in the car. I was going to—and I never knew what dorm— Jess, uh, Spencer lived on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that Spencer lived in. So drove up the, the, the Prairie View, called her, like, hey, what dorm you at or whatever? She's like, wow, why you want to know? I got Ooh. something for you, baby. She's like, okay. And then my dumbass, before I hung up the phone, uh, no, no, it was, we drove there and... I think she seen Aaliyah in the car and she realized it was a setup because I was going to have Aaliyah kick her ass once I got my shit back. Oh. Yeah. Because um, Aaliyah was kind of built like um, Baby D from the second Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and um, But she was just like high yellow and shit, but she didn't care about getting bruised and shit. She was a brawler. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. So um, that didn't work out because Spencer looked and put, like, she was real, I ain't gonna lie, she's smart too. She had the laptop in her car. She got in her car before I could get to oh, her. Oh my goodness. And then she just started driving around Prairie View. And so we're in like this chase. And then what the bitch does, she gets on her phone, call PV police. Okay. And, get and I'm like, Fuck, let's get back but to you. But you're in the right. If that's your laptop, I would have fucking stayed there. Like I didn't know. I was young. Oh, my yeah. gosh. This is, this is like 2003, somewhat. Oh, you called a book. She else, she, I didn't know my rights and shit. She's not young, crazy no stupid. more. She is like <laughs> a psychopath. How you going to call the cops on this man and you stole his shit? I, 
Yeah, she was. Ooh, no, that's right. what she was like. Because I was talking to her mm-hmm. on the phone and shit. And she was like, I'm just going to tell the cops you chasing me and you trying to break in my car and take my shit. I'm like, bitch, still got top is mine. What the fuck? I got the receipt. What the fuck? What? And she's like, watch, bet. Hung up the phone and I see her down the number and I'm like, we're right behind her. And she gets on her phone and then I'm like, oh shit, this bitch really calling PV police. Let me get the fuck out of here. Because you know the police officers in, P- in Prairie View, Waller County and shit, you know, it's like, uh, you know, they've always had stigmata of... You know, black men all the way in the wrong and shit. So I was like, all right, let's get back to Houston. You know, I thank my friend Aaliyah and shit. But long story short, I forgot. I think I ended up telling her, oh, I was wrong. Let's be together. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's start fresh with her. I ended up did get, get my laptop back. And then, okay, you know, good. Yeah, I eventually got my laptop back. <laughs> in one piece, it wasn't broken. Okay. The passwords wasn't changed on there, nothing like that. Nothing was damaged oh, or anything, Lord. thankfully. Um, and then, you know, later on down the line, I ended up like, um, break it up with her and, you know, shit, that was that. But yeah, that's that's that story one. <laughs> that was a uh, yeah. nightmare on Elm Street. Street shit, yeah. Damn, like... And can, and can you think, with her on top of me, if I would have moved the wrong way or if something just oh. would have possessed her and she would have slashed my throat, I would not be here right now. And she that would be her been. ass in prison. Yeah, she would be in... She, she would be a... a a case on uh um what's this snapped. snapped yeah she'll be a case on snapped and I'll be six feet under in a Louisiana cemetery most likely you know like, yeah that, really, that's, that's not that's, that's just not crazy good. how things just play out and the whole timeline could be changed <laughs> that young you know? love though is crazy Woo! older love gets worse too though <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah so my second story. I dated this chick and let's call her for the sake of this conversation black right and, okay. and I say black because. That was her nickname on the street because she was real, real, you know, dark-complected, right? Okay. So I did this chick named Black, and she was real. The thing about her was she wanted to keep up. She was one of the type of chicks she got to keep up with the Joneses. Mm. And, and I hated that shit. And then, like, we started dating, like, back in the early 2000s. I'm not saying that, like, I didn't care about how I dressed, but I didn't, like, name-brand shit didn't concern me. If I went shopping for clothes, as long as it fit, as long as it looked good, mm-hmm. as long as I felt that the material was good, then... That's all that mattered to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to buy the shit. I didn't have to have name brand on it or whatever, you know. Um, and I used to buy my clothes, like, from fucking anywhere. And I was a lot... I've always been a husky guy, but not as big as I am now, you know. So, started dating this chick. And long story short, you know, we eventually move in together. You know what I always say? When you move in with someone, you really see their true colors really mm-hmm. their true colors and shit, right? That's just what happens. So then she tries to get me to change my whole fucking wardrobe. And see, the thing about her was at the time, she worked at, remember Foley's, the department store? Of course. Foley's, for people who don't know, give you a history lesson. And I might have some young people listening or whatever, but Foley's was a department store. Foley's... Uh, was their top competitor was Macy's, but Macy's ended up buying Foley's like back in the early 2000s for a couple billion or whatever. But my ex, she worked at Foley's in their corporate office. They, their corporate headquarters used to be here in Houston, Texas, downtown Houston, Texas. And um, she worked in like their credit department. So, you know, she was getting paid damn good money. And then also, you know, she had store discounts. So it was like every week. She would buy me different clothes. And back then, remember South Pole? Like South Pole was oh, one of the top urban it, brands. Yeah, so it was like really popping. I had South Pole everything. T-shirts, collar shirts, button-down shirts, dress shoots, 
jeans, khakis, you everything. And I'm it. just like, okay, the fuck. You know, I mean, I wore it and shit, you know, but she was just like one of them big. And she was just so, so crazy to the point where I remember she had, you know, we we moved in together and we decided to buy a car together. We bought like a nice, uh, it was a 2004 Honda Civic, right? Mm-hmm. Now, get this. She is so fucked up in the head with competing with people that she used to tell people the year of the car was a 2002 because for that model, that body design, rather. You couldn't tell. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the body design that that car had started in 2002. So instead of just being honest with people, especially when we first got the car, you know, you're driving around, people like, oh, you got a new car, what year, what am I asking questions? Instead of just being honest and just saying, hey, it's a 2004 Honda. It's like, oh, she's like, it's a 2002, just so it's looking like it's quote-unquote newer. It's like, bitch, really? Like, the, the fuck? And then, of course, she had to wear everything where her had to be fucking name brand and shit. And it's just like, and then it was one of those things where it's like, everything with her had to be name brand. And it got to the point where it's like, okay, at that point, I I had started working for a J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. So I really Uh started getting into finance and, and economics and wealth management and that kind of shit, right? That's when, you know, like the business bug, the entrepreneur bug really started to, to, to bite me. This is around... 2006 to 2008, right? So, you know, I'm looking around, and, you know, when the, when different bills are coming in, we don't have the money for it, you know, so we have to do payment extensions or whatever, whatever, and then it's like, okay, where the fuck are all the money going? Oh, it's in our fucking closet. You know what I mean? You know, and it's like, and my thing is, it's like, if you're going to address to it, and now I'm I'm a lot older and wiser, but it's like, Looking back, if you're going to dress to impress, who the fuck are you impressing? You know, like, I wasn't I wasn't a business person then. She definitely wasn't a business person. It's like, you just want to wear the most name brand clothes and shit so you could stunt and shit in front of your friends right. and shit. And, like, my friends, they didn't care. I mean, well, I had one friend at the time who did care about, you know, he had to wear the latest and greatest. But the bulk of my friends, like, remember, you met uh, Norris before. You, right, you know right, Norris, right. And, mm-hmm. you know, like... Norris, I've never known Norris to care about, like, aim brand shit. You know, he's, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, it was, shit was just ridiculous. Like, okay, got all these clothes and shit, but then, you know, getting fucking payment arrangements on the fucking light bill and shit. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, real talk. It's like that shit, you know, got aggravating and shit. And um, it got to the point where she wanted to compete with the Joneses so much. And I think I told you about this in, in private one day. Um... But, you know, she ended up committing some crimes, and it got her locked up. Right. And and I won't go into details on, on that. That's, like, super G14 classified. But she ended up um, serving some time in state jail. And, and of course, you know, guess who had to pay her fucking legal fees and shit you like did. that? Exactly. You know, and the funny thing about it, you know, even when she was in jail, in state jail, she would write me letters and shit, and... You know, asking like, for money on her books. Yeah, asking for money on her books, and then I can't. I wish I still had some of those letters, but some of the letters were so much. And I'm paraphrased like she was trying to check on me, see if I had girls and shit. And one time, her sister, one of her sisters, lived out here in Houston, did do like a surprise pop up at the house. Now I ain't gonna lie, when she was locked up, yeah, I had motherfucking women at the house and shit. <laughs> okay, right. why though? Is that your girl? Up. Fuck, I, fuck. For short term, though, it's not like she did like years. She did a couple of months. It was like maybe seven. It was 
it was a couple months. It wasn't a full year. Oh, damn. But it, it was, was... Yeah, it was like... It was either between... I want to say seven months. The number seven is sticking out in my head. So I want to say seven six months. to seven months, you know? But it's like, the fuck? I ain't no fucking fairy tale love story and shit. Fuck. That's why I be saying. Men can stay... Men expect women to stay faithful and not move on when they do hard no, no, time. No, not that this makes... I don't do shit to fucking get me in. No, I, no, I get I that. But some, yeah, general, some guys yeah. think you're supposed to stay when they locked up for a decade or more. And it's crazy. You say a couple of months and you was out of there. No, I mean, like, she had a bad attitude and shit. Mm. You know, like, her, you know, she always, like, wanted to eat out and shit. And I don't mind eating out, but it's like, she, she you know, like, you know, like, when Papa Do's runs their, they used to run their, uh, the crawfish special? Like, yeah. Like, Why you gotta talk about that? I'm though? sorry, but Jeez, for I people that them. don't know, Papa Damn Do's me. is a real popular seafood, mm. Louisiana seafood chain out here in the Houston area, Southeast Texas. Yes, it is. But... You know when Papados run their their uh their crawfish special during crawfish season, she wanted to eat there every fucking day, every fucking night. And it's like, granted, we were both making good money. You know, like I said, she was working at Foley's, I was working for J.P. Morgan Chase. You know, we're both getting bonuses out the ass and shit. But it's like, what money are we doing, saving? You know what, like what you know what we're we saving up for? You know, and um, but. Yes, yeah, so like when she got herself, and then I want to go again. I won't go into details, but how she got herself incarcerated, I told her not to fucking do that shit. I told her repeatedly, attorneys and shit told her repeatedly, but like I say all the time in life, nobody listens to me. And she got herself fucking locked up and shit. But anyway, so yeah, you know, I had, I was meeting women online and shit because like me and her, we lived in the fucking two story, uh, two story badass townhouse off of Allen Parkway. Mm. You know, so it's like, you know, you know, us, you know, we were balling and shit and I was able to maintain the shit just with my salary, you know, all the bills right. and shit. So, you know, damn right. I would, you know, meet women online back. Oh, come to my townhouse. I'm on, I'm on. She, she was trying shit. to live her best life. <laughs> Absolutely. You know. But being greedy got her locked up. Oh, it it really did. It it really, really did. And um, I, I never forget that day I was coming home from Kroger and. Her sister, I forgot to you, her sister had a key. And I come to the house, and her sister and her brother-in-law, they're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, like, thank God I didn't have a girl waiting on me here. <laughs> like, whoo, for the grace of God. Damn, whoo. That would have been a whole <laughs> incident and shit. But Damn, bro. This is what I did. So it was a couple of weeks. And it was like a month or so before she got out. Mm-hmm. I made sure I got my own apartment. You know, I guess why I moved. That's why I lived in the Greens Point area and started working for uh, the job I met you at, uh, uh, NPC Retriever, mm-hmm. whatever they call it, or whatever. So I, you know, bought an apartment up there in Greens Point. You know, paid the deposit and everything. You know, all the fees and shit. Got the utilities and shit turned on. And I remember, I don't want to name names, but a real good friend of mine and her sister, you know, because I still had all of Black's clothes in the closet, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, she she you know, she was big on perfume, you know, all kind of stuff. So I told one of my real good female friends and her sister, and I was like, hey, you want some shit? And they were like, huh? And I'm like, I told my friend, <sighs> um, I'm like, shit. Why, you and sister can come here and just take whatever y'all want you know, as far as these clothes, these perfumes, um, you know, the whole shebang. Like, anything feminine that y'all see in this fucking house, 
take well, it. Well, why were you upset with her? Oh, Hell yeah. Oh, I'm tired of motherfuckers not listening to me and shit. Okay, <laughs> and going uh, all above and extra shit. And it was so funny because she, you know, she got, you know, the day she got out, <laughs> I guess, like, someone in her family picked her up. Mm-hmm. I want to say that her, her the jail that she was at was somewhere, like, in the Beaumont, Port Arthur area, whatever. So, driver used to come to a fucking apartment or a townhouse with nothing in it. But, like, the clothes and shit that my friend didn't want and just random hangers on the floor. Oh, okay, so... Yeah. And she got so mad, because this was back I in... Bet. This was back in the MySpace days, so... She sent me this nasty email and shit. I didn't even respond to it. I never forget when she sent me the email. I'm fucking laughing my ass off. And I left no trace of where I was going, you know, where I moved to and everything. I don't even think she she knew what job I was at and shit. And then she got on her face on her, excuse me, MySpace page talking shit about me. I blocked her like I don't give a shit. You know? <laughs> what? Yeah. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. But what I still, let's go back. Yeah, let's go back. Okay. I know that you were upset. I totally uh, get it. But why you get that woman clothes away, though? I mean, why? Because half of those clothes mm-hmm. she got with my money or she got with the shit that she did that landed her in jail in the first place. Oh, And okay. additionally, I, I hate the whole thing with... You know, and I get that, you know, women are in the fashion and clothes and fashionistas and shit. But part of me is just kind of like, unless you're a fucking model, un- and this is what social media was in this emphasis. Like, all we had was Black Planet and MySpace. So I guess they really weren't no fashionistas back then. So no, it's like, not what? Really. Yeah, so it's like, what the fuck are you you spending and investing all this fucking money for in fucking clothes and shit? But at the same time, we got to do a fucking deferred payment plan on the fucking car note and shit. You know what I mean? Like, that that's my thing, you know? So her priorities... Yeah, fuck, were fucked up. So that that is what made you mad. Like, Absolutely. people will listen to it and... You want to... They want to know... They'll want to know, well, why would he give her clothes away? But you're... It sounds like you were somewhat a little hurt. Yeah, I was hurt too. And then again, yeah. like, the legal fees, I want to... I want to say... Oh, damn. Yeah, you didn't mention her, legal yeah, fees. Yeah, because see... That wasn't the first time she got in trouble because she got in trouble for doing some shady shit like earlier in our relationship and the judge let her go. And the judge said, say, if you're back in my courtroom again, Ooh, I, I, serve I've some heard time. those before. Yeah, and they then just so happened she did the stupid shit and guess what? She got the same fucking judge. Same judge. Swear to God, can't make this shit up. Put this that on happens. everything. The, you know what? Yeah. I believe when that happens, because I know someone that happened to, I think yeah. the judge chews your ass. I think they say, I, I, I see that name. name before, Let me yeah. have her. Ooh. You never know, but that, that's a good point. So it had the same judge. And so my attorney at the time, you know, was like, oh, you know, pay me this, pay me that, whatever. We could do this, that. You know, he's drawn up a game plan. Okay. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm sitting in his office, and it's like, dude, judge said before, you know, the shit ain't go for So I went ahead and paid him anyway, you know, Paid him like $2,500, whatever the fuck it was and shit. And she lost the case, had to serve time. So it's like, that money was down the drain because that kid's case, I could have been her fucking representation because she still would have lost any fucking way. You know what I mean? I could have saved the money just Damn, like, I could have cool. put on a fucking suit and played motherfucking yeah. Matlock, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's that put on a suit and played motherfucking Matlock. <laughs> fucking right. You know? Like, I could have played Perry Mason, you know? Oh and goodness, still would have lost any fucking who, you know? Yeah. So that, I mean, that shit got me mad. I'm just like, you know what? 
wouldn't be in this shit if she would just listen to me and shit. So, and even like her jewelry and shit, her jewelry, earrings, you know, necklaces and shit, you know, um, I let my homegirl, her sister and her mom have all that shit. I was like, fuck, y'all have a free-for-all. Now, I see. So, you yeah. you was you were mainly pissed off because poor, bad choices all through the relationship. Oh, absolutely, Then yeah. you get your ass locked up, and you still need my money because I'm going to have to try to bail you out. I'll give you the money for the lawyer. You lose the case. So, yeah, you, you're pretty pissed off. So, what oh, happened to that relationship? Like, when she came back, she saw her clothes was pissed. I mean, it was everywhere. I know she was pissed off. Was it at that point like it's over, bitch? Like get out. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Done. Like, you know, like I said, she emailed me. Um, she tried to hit me up on MySpace and shit. I didn't respond. I blocked her on MySpace. She's constantly sending me emails and shit. I'm just ignoring them, laughing and shit. And that was that. Now you fast forward to 2017. She finds me on Instagram. Believe it or not, because okay, okay. remember my Instagram. dad passed away in 2017. Rest in peace. And I, you know, I had posted a picture or whatever about it. And, you know, because we dated so long, she actually knew my parents. Right. You know, you know, she met my mom and my dad and everything. And, you know, she was like, uh, hey, you know, condolences, sorry. Didn't, you know, Mr. Ike was a good man and everything. Uh, and she told me that her dad, you know, had passed away a couple years before that. And I was like, oh, shit, like, her dad was fucking funny. Oh. oh, my God, her dad was fucking awesome. Oh, wow. shit. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, I don't want to say his name, but R.I.P. to him. Dude was fucking hilarious and shit. Um, and you know, and so what ended up happening is this motherfucker on, and I can show you the fucking, uh, shit on, uh, Instagram, you know, we're DMing each other and shit. Mm -hmm. And I know we exchanged numbers and she asked me to buy her some fucking shoes. And of huh? course there's some expensive ass fucking shoes or whatever. And I'm like, why the fuck am I buying you? Shit, like I, at first I kept ignoring the shit, right? She would ask me like every so often, like you know, I'm the kind of person I check on my people. I'm like, oh hey, how you doing or whatever. Thought about you, whatever, whatever. And you know, she asked me like, to buy these shoes and shit. And I'm like, just no. And to... so like, so like one day I asked, I was like, I told her, I was like, look, I got bad one, and I'm like, look, no offense them, but I was like, I do not buy people shit that do not work for me. I said, if you're my accountant, Tangent A.J. Swan, if you're not, you know, um, one of my business partners, if you're not uh, my, my tech guy, uh, shout out to my homeboy, uh, Sam Raz, if you're not my other, my, my uh, security infrastructure right. chick, shout out to my homegirl, Lana Six, I'm not buying you shit. You know, I only buy, like, people I, I work with, you know, I don't want to say, like, employees per se, but people that I, I associate with that help me with my business and shit, those are the motherfuckers I buy shit for, you know? Yeah, I mean, you remember that time, you know, a couple, was it last year or something, where it was like, you know, you, it was around a time when they wanted to, uh, they was trying to impeach that boy Trump, and uh, me, oh. you, and Sam, I had bought y'all lunch. It was a Sunday, oh, remember oh, that? Yeah, 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 we all met yeah. at the restaurant and yeah. shit, and it was like, shit, lunch on me, order whatever the fuck oh, y'all want. Oh, that was so nice, and then too. Me and I'm Sam, sorry. We went to the, yeah, to the U of fun. H game and shit. Yeah, you know? And That's... how am I doing shit like that for my, you know, my partners and shit? It was like... The fuck is she got so mad? She texts me back. She just like called me all kind of names. Motherfucker, fuck you. I never work for you. Da 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 da. And I'm like, look, you don't want asking me to buy you shit. I never once asked you to buy to buy nothing. She still for me. don't not, get it. Yeah, though. I'm like, look, I'm not asking you to do no photo shoot for me, to model for me, to the 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 do the. She's real. She's real good with hair. Me, I'm not asking you to do hair and makeup for 
any of my clients. I said, you the one asked. I, I thought you just wanted to catch up and talk and shit. You done matured or whatever. That's another thing, too. Motherfucker's like 10 years older than me, too. Yeah. Y yeah. And look, I wish you guys listening could see the look on Boo's face right now. Shit's hilarious. She got that, oh, fuck, you know, she, look on her face. I I feel yeah. sorry for her. She got a rude awakening. Yeah, so like, what the hell? I, I responded back because you know me, I'm petty and shit, and I don't give a damn about people calling me names. I've been called names all my fucking life from having a, a weird name, from, you know, always. He really being, don't care, y'all, uh, seriously. Being overweight it won't and shit. Work. Calling me names <laughs> won't fucking face me one bit. I actually, I fucking laugh and fucking use that shit. On, 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 you know, I like poking fun at myself sometimes, making people laugh. I usually joke if it's funny enough uh, amongst my friends or whatever. But anyway, you know, so like, I, you know, she goes off. I never worked for you. How dare you insult me like that? Da -da -da -da. You forgot about that. You stole all my shit. Da -da 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 -da. And I just mm -hmm. spotted back, okay, LOL, with a whole bunch of laughing emojis and shit. And then like, I waited a week and I ended up just fucking blocking her ass. I hope she doesn't find me on the fucking podcast account. Like, <laughs> I guess it's the crazy. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Like I said, I, that, I did some fucking crazy Yikes. That was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's almost like you were dating the same girl. Their personalities sound like so similar. Like, so what is it with you and crazy women? It's so, what attracted you? Cause seems like you're. Man, I, I mean, I was afraid you was gonna ask that. Question, I have to, cause and I, they, and I thought about two this. women that love expensive things and are selfish and don't have their priorities right because they're going with look, you know how they look and 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 what y'all have status over what y'all need. But you you've attracted this same woman not once but twice. Okay, two two things. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was thinking about this today when I was, you know, putting their brainstorming everything. And both of them are my fault. One, when you so what the young people say, quote unquote, holler at someone, you know, you approach, uh, you know, in my case, being a man approaching a woman, moving too fast, not really getting to know uh, the woman, you know, to see if she's the right fit personality wise, moral wise, you know, all that kind of shit, right? Okay. And then secondly, this might be a shocker to a lot of people, so I want everybody to, wherever you're listening at, sit down, put on the seatbelt if you can or whatever. You, and Helen, this is going to be no surprise to you, but you know, I have a thing. Like I'm At the end of the day, when it comes to women, I'm a breast man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I love them huge, ridiculous size, middle alphabet cup sizes and shit, you know? The basket, yes, and I like them basketball, volleyball, <laughs> beach ball size titties and shit. Let's just be real. Your so that's like my kryptonite. Mm -mm. So it's like, <laughs> it, this is like, you know, back in the day and, and shit. So, um, so yeah, you know, me as, as a, you know, younger-ish, you know, early 2000s-ish, you know, with lust after a woman with, you know, the, you know, fucking big-ass natural titties and mm -hmm. shit, go up and holler, you know, get the number and shit, and then just rushing through everything, just trying to, you know, instead of like, well, you know, Sir mix -a -Lot has a quote in his song, Baby Got Back. He says, um, most guys try to hit it and quit it. I try to stay in play. I was trying to combine the two. I wanted to hit it mm. and stay so I could hit it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's you know, just, just be real. Damn. Yeah. 
And, and I tell a lot of youngsters I know, and I hate to sound like an old guy now, but like, you know, I like get my day job. I try to tell a lot of people like, hey, slow the shit down. You know, yeah. slow down, get to know someone. Or if you're just looking for, you know, a friends with benefits, as they say, you know, lay that out there. You know what I mean? Let let let, let people know, like, hey, I'm right. looking for a friend with benefit or whatever, you know. Or, you know, women out there that, that want, you know, guys for their pocketbooks or access to whatever, like, let them know. You know, it's like, hey, I only want you, you know, I'll fuck you, but I just want your money first, you know. <laughs> Some guys are down like that, you know. Yeah. Not this one, but, <laughs> but, uh... But a lot, or uh, I like that, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then the last one here, I know we're coming up on time or whatever, but uh, I I did this one chick, and uh, God damn, I had thought of a name for her, and I, I forgot it. Shit. Um, fuck it, let's just call her Candy for the sake of this conversation. Okay, cool. Candy and I work together um, at a job in Southwest, at his call center in Southwest Houston. That's all I'm going to say. So... Long story short, I ended up hooking up with this chick, Candy. We worked together, which we shouldn't have. You know, that's a big no-no. And I tell people that today. It's like hooking up with people at the job always ends in disaster and shit. Mm -hmm. You know, on so many levels. But I won't get in that right now. I'm going to stick to telling the story. So, you know, Candy and I, you know, we hook up or whatever. You know, we lock eyes. And ironically enough, she was from... Same, my, my, my home state, Louisiana. She was actually born and raised in New Orleans. But the weird thing about her... When she talked, it almost seemed like she had a fucking Brooklyn accent. Like, mm. like she had like a New York accent, Bronx or somewhere. But anyway, um, this woman wanted, she didn't want a man. This motherfucker wanted a fucking servant. Like, oh, she is one of them damn. chicks like, a dude better care to me 24-7, that kind of shit. And it's like, look, I don't mind, you know, being romantic and cooking and taking a woman out and all that, but... Like, she did that shit to a fucking extreme. Did she have a snap of fingers? No, no, no. Okay, no. She, good. She, I was she, about to say, man. No, she never did that shit. <laughs> but, like, like for example, like, this is a couple things about her. Like, I remember one time, I literally, like, I was, and a lot of people don't know this about me, but, you know, even with the car, I still don't mind taking the bus somewhere, like, going to work. If I'm going to straight shot to work, you know, straight shot somewhere, I don't mind, like, taking the bus. So one day... I'm on the bus and I find this this badass fucking um, tablet and it's like a Google tablet, right? Mm -hmm. So I get home and I tell her now this motherfucker did not have no type of internet at her house, but she asked me for the damn tablet. It's like what the fuck are you gonna do with it? A tablet is just a paperweight without internet connection. Hmm. What what the fuck are you gonna do with it? And I'm like, no. You know, right? It's like she just wanted shit just to fucking have it. Yeah, like what the fuck? So hmm. I ended up actually just because I already had a tablet of my own at the time. I just ended up selling the tablet to a, a good friend of mine because he was starting to do uh, like movie reviews and stuff like that. Oh, he okay, needed a tablet cool. to help him multitask and shit. So ended up selling the tablet to a friend, but it was just like that just struck me odd, like. Oh, fuck, you ain't got no kind of internet connection at your house. Why do you <laughs> fuck you want a tablet? Like, it's going to be a fucking paperweight. Like, you can't do, like, the fuck? Listen to what you're saying. You just want shit just to want it, just to have it or whatever, you know? <laughs> so, man, and anyway, too, it's like I remember um, I had ran into, my ex-wife and I had got a divorce, and long story short, I had ran into a lot of money having to do with that divorce. You know, I ended up getting oh, like yeah. a little over, like damn near $4,000. So, 
long story short, me and Candy, we were dating. I had, you know, $4,000 plus money I saved up or whatever. So, you know, we're going out to eat a lot and shit, spend time together. And then things at the job that we were working at, um, you know, business got slow. Mm-hmm. And I remember she called me one day to ask me, could I help her on her light bill? And I'm like, no, I can't. I don't have the money. She fucking flipped out and started getting all in my fucking pockets. Now, at this time, this was October of 2014. I'll never forget it. I had just moved out from my dad's place to my own apartment to where I'm staying at now in, in downtown Houston. So what happens when you move into a new apartment? You got to pay deposits. You got to get utilities cut on. That you got to pay first so month expensive. rent. You got to pay application fees and shit. All kind of shit, right? And then, since I had shit, I had to pay, you know, I, I didn't pay movers, but I had friends help me out to move my shit from my dad's place to my new place. Of course, I'm going to throw my friends a couple of dollars, right? Yeah. So... Candy, you know, she's going, I was like, what, you ain't got no money to help me with my fucking light bill? Where all that money you got from your ex-wife? And I'm like, look, you Ooh. idiot. And no, I broke it down to her because I ain't got shit to hide. I'm like, look here, you fucking idiot. Fuck you talking about? I said, don't we fucking eat out at fucking saltgrass every goddamn day? I said, wasn't you with me in a motherfucking mall when I was getting new clothes and new shoes and shit like that? And then you fucking throw in here fucking laugh about the choke on fucking candy and shit. But anyway, so... I'm like, you know, hey, look the fuck here. I was like, then I said, you know, I just moved into this motherfucking goddamn uh, condo or whatever in downtown Houston. I said, gee, last I checked, moving ain't fucking free. Right. So I don't have the fucking money, you know. And I and and I had told her again, we work on the same job, and I was a I was a like a a, a training. I was a trainer at the job at the time, right? Yeah. So I remember telling her, I'm like, look, business is about to get real slow. Save your money. Try to pick up as many. Uh, hours as you can be on your best behavior coming to work on time because you know I would be in these meetings and they talk about like hey you know after this certain date unless some miracle happens we're not going to have any work for the bulk of the people only the people who are you know kind of like on salary or management or whatever and I was on I was a part of that team so I was okay you know I was still going into work and shit every day but her because she would always come to work late you know She was only working like two, three days out the week and shit. And then when she was at work, she was always goofing around, clowning around with people and shit like that. I try to tell her, and it's like I went off on her. And then she's always like, oh, when I went down the numbers of the math of like, you know, what happened to that $4,000 I got from my ex-wife, you know, she, you know, she just like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, come with me about that fucking shit. And I went back, I was like, didn't I fucking tell you back in fucking September that we was not going to have no work Come after October, that November first, yes. shit was gonna, you know, the 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 business was gonna, you know, go down. Yeah. Well, then don't come to me asking me about your about your fucking goddamn light bill. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Oh yeah. Again, you know, y- you know, everybody who watches the show out there, one of my favorite comedies of all time. Everybody hates Chris. You know, at the end of every episode. Mm-hmm. There's that, you know, they they put it in the song like, everybody hates Chris. Yes, yeah. I'm going to do a show called Nobody Listens to Ish. <laughs> I'm going to have, I want, I want you to sing it, bro. Nobody, Nobody listens to Ish. Yes, that's it. That's it. I damn. Oh, that's man, that's, that's cold that's blood. It right there. That's it. No one fucking listens to me, especially women about money and shit. Mm. The fuck? You know, it's like, God damn. And, um, yeah, so... 
uh, you know, we didn't last. You know, <laughs> I mean, of course not. Though <laughs> another thing which they don't have their priorities together. Yeah, I mean, she was more concerned. You know, I didn't mind. You know, treating her out and shit. And I think That's I dope. bought her some stuff here and there. You know, but it's like, you know, damn. Like, and I'm the kind of person when I'm dating a chick, I'm very transparent. I don't have shit to hide. You know. Oh, let me. Tell you I, this. I can attest to so that, that. Yeah. Yeah, you've known me for years. Oh, let me say this one thing, this last Mm -hmm. story about the same chick, Candy. Okay, my boy who I mentioned earlier, my good friend Norris, a cat I've known since motherfucking middle school. Shout out to John J. Pershing Middle School, class of Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 9-8. So, um, so anyway, my buddy Norris, this was in 2015. His Mm -hmm. one-year wedding anniversary, him and his wife wanted to take some one-year anniversary pictures. They hired me as a photographer. They paid me and everything, right? So we took pictures out by um, downtown by Wortham Theater, right? Mm -hmm. So Norris lives way out in, like, Clear Lake of Friendswood. And for those who don't know, geographically speaking, Clear Lake of Friendswood is a suburb suburb of Houston, way out on the east side of town. It's like with no traffic, you're going to have about an hour to get, like, into— well, 45 minutes at the tops if you're driving fast to get into, like, the the downtown Houston. So Norris and his wife— was running late, right? And Candy's dad back in Louisiana, he's a photographer too. So mm-hmm. uh, I have, you know, to kill time or whatever, I'm I'm talking to Candy on my phone and I'm at, you know, I'm in front of Wortham Theater and, you know, I'm talking or whatever, passing the time. And she's like, where's your friend? And I was like, oh, he's running late, you know. And I think by that time, Norris was already like 45 minutes, maybe to an hour late. She's like, she started getting like, man, you need to charge him more because, you know, my dad in Louisiana, you know, motherfuckers, there's late fees and shit. And I'm like, I had to check her. I'm like, whoa, hold, hold on, oh. hold on. Number one, that's my best friend since middle school. You know, <laughs> that's like a brother to me. Number one, I'm not charging. I mean, yeah, granted, she's right. Some photographers do charge people late fees and stuff, especially when they have other appointments booked, you know. Yeah, true. But that's like a brother to me. He gets a pass. Number two, I didn't have no other shoots that day. He was the only one. So as long as he came, as long as him and and, and his wife comes before nightfall, because we want to take some beautiful daytime pictures, it's all good. I'm like, hey, look, don't, no, stop. And then she got mad at me and shit, and we just, just fucking hung up the phone and shit. But yeah, just to kind of, oh. yeah, I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to tell that story real quick. She but, was a hot mess. A hot mess. And again, you know, and she was, she was a stallion because I want to say candy <laughs> without shoes on. Stallions. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I want to say boy. candy with no shoes on was like six feet. Yeah, she was six feet, thick as fuck. You know, big, that you know, big tall. titty. Yeah. You know, thick thighs, big mm. butt and stuff. Yeah, she she was she was a stacked stallion, definitely. Mm. You know, she wasn't a yellow bum, but she was like that that real light caramel complexion, you know. And then she had that that Creole Louisiana waverly hair and shit. Okay. Yeah, y- yeah. So, um, yeah, that was the thing with yeah with her and that you know. So, uh, yeah, that shit was just fucking bonkers, man. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, that, that shit was fucking. It was crazy. Um, crazy. well, let me ask you this as you wrap things up. Have you learned what have you learned from <laughs> <laughs> what have you learned from this? Because these were this was crazy. This was a good show, though. This was yeah. crazy. What I've learned, I didn't expect you to ask that question, but <laughs> that's, that's a great question, though. What I have learned is number one, take things real slow when meeting someone, 
lay all the cards on the table. And that's why I'm so blunt now, if you notice, mm -hmm. you know? Like, I talk about even the chick that I'm talking to now. God, I hope she doesn't listen to this episode. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> on so many levels, but that's a whole other thing. But the chick I'm talking to now, it's like, I'm very open with her. You know, hey, what are you looking for is what I'm looking for. You know, da-da-da. Um, yeah, take things slow. Don't rush shit. And... um. Try not to get hypnotized by big ass titties. Mm. You know, that's that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I know people listen to this that know me, especially from my photography work. Like, home, I thought this dude was an ass man. Cause it, isn't he the inventor of the booty and mass destruction shoot? Yes, I am. But ass is in it. I know my my demographic. Most so. epic shoot of all time, you, I must you, say, you, and that I was one. a part of. Yep. Yes. Yep. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, you was a part of that special first one. Yes. Uh, um. But yeah, yeah, I've I've learned a lot, and I learned that. And nine times out of ten, too, if a woman looks too good, kind of like, and I hate to compare women to, like, objects and shit, <laughs> but it's kind of like, you know, you, 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 okay, like, let's just say a car, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. You pass by a car dealership, they got this badass fucking BMW or Porsche, and the price is super cheap. It's, some things are too good to be true. You know, if I see a badass woman, mm. you know, and she's single, you know, might be single for a fucking reason. Motherfucker might be crazy. I, you know what I mean? I, like, I think you're right you know, about that. <laughs> you know, if I, if I like, tomorrow I got to go to work, and then, you know, actually, no, Saturday we got your uh, your concert, you know. Right. If I have to meet a, a baddie at the concert or whatever, you know, it's going to be like, oh, oh, shit. Mm. She's single? What the fuck? She yeah. stacked the shit? Nah, something crazy with her. Fuck <laughs> that shit. But I can't even do that now because I'm kind of, like, talking to someone right now. But right. if I was, you know. Like I said, God, I hope she don't listen to this episode. Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm going to wrap this mother up. Thank you all for listening and tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And remember, too, if you made it through this episode, we got merchandise at uh, Teespring, type in Barry Media. We got we got motherfucking mugs. We got fanny packs. We got stickers. We got goddamn COVID masks. You know, support the uh, the operation here at Barry Media Unrestricted. Don't forget, big shout-out to my sponsor. Ladies, you're listening. Get the goddamn Bossy Diva hair at bossydivahair.com. Uh, she got she ships everywhere and would deliver it in motherfucking person if you live in the Houston metro area. And also, you know, fuck, we got you ways to support the podcast too through uh, if you want to make a one-time donation on PayPal um, or if you want to make a monthly donation, you could do that through Anchor. Links and everything are in the bio. Thank you guys for supporting us. You can also listen to us. Got some breaking news too. You can also listen to us now on iHeartRadio and on Amazon Music. Just type in Barry Media Unrestricted or the Unrestricted Podcast, it'll pop up. Thank you all for listening. God bless and good night.